Hello and welcome to Board in 24. This is our fifth episode. My name is Mark LeDuc. With me is Peter DeSimone, as always. And I'm just going to get right to it, Peter. A lot has happened in the last week since the last episode, especially in the sports world with the Tiger news yesterday, most recently, and then late last week, second big trade of the NFL offseason with Carson Wentz going to the Colts. We'll talk about that. College basketball had a great weekend last week, and with Duke beating UVA, that was a great upset. One of the best games I've watched all year. And then on Sunday, a fantastic Michigan-Ohio State game, three versus four. It does not happen a lot, Michigan got the W. And if it wasn't, weren't COVID times, that would have been a great college basketball rivalry atmosphere. It would have been instant classic games, back and forth the whole games. No team had a lead of like five points or higher. And then outside of basketball and outside of sports – Texas had snow for like the first time in forever and it was a huge crisis. And I mean, Hey, on the bright side of things, apparently COVID cases are down 77% in the last six weeks. Saw that today. Really? Some good stuff. Yes. Yes. I, I mean, I say apparently it's on the uh, wall street journal. So not apparently you read it. I read it. Yes. Okay. But you know, Okay, yeah, yeah. People, I, I'm not saying me. I'm saying people are going to believe what they want to believe. I mean, we need to talk about Tiger. I mean. Yeah, let's uh, let's talk about Tiger, Peter, your favorite your favorite guy. So what what do you think happened here? I mean, a single car accident. So it's weird. He's not – he doesn't live in California. He was there because he was hosting the Genesis Invitational this weekend, Max Homa won in a playoff. It was actually a really good tournament. I don't know if you watched. Um, Tony Finau came in second again. Uh, I think he's had something like 10 runner-ups since his last win and 37 top 10s and like 20 top fives, um, but hasn't won since he won the Puerto Rico Open like four or five years ago, which is insane. Um, like 10 runner-ups never winning is – absurd uh but that's why he was there um from some of the stuff i read like the area that he was driving in is a very weird driving area very hilly a lot of sharp turns uh and apparently i mean take whatever you want out of this but i was reading that neighbors and people in the area say that accidents happen in like the location where tiger crash uh frequently but yeah it sucks like Mark is going to take this down a fucking scumbag path because that's who he is. But Uh, what I would just like to talk about is, I mean, Tiger's probably top five, top three, you know, athlete of our generation, like the last 20, 20 years. Yeah. Easily. I agree. I I mean, a part of it is because his first name's Tiger, but you just say Tiger, you know who you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. Right. Like you say, LeBron, you say, Jordan, uh, you say, Kobe, you say Federer, right? You just, you don't have to say their other name, right? You don't have to say LeBron James. You don't have to say Michael Jordan. Uh, he's just one of those guys that is probably universally loved, um, especially the comeback that he made after all the back surgeries, after all the off the course stuff kind of looked like he had turned his life around um, the last few years, the stuff he was doing with Charlie, his son at the, um, in, no, in December playing in the, in the tournament with him playing as a father son duo was so awesome to see that uh, and see him as like a dad. Right. Like, I think we think of some of these people as just like, like aliens, like non-human beings. It was really cool to see like that side of the tiger. And yeah, it's a shame that 
you know, I don't know what he was going to look like. He had back surgery just a few weeks ago. He was recovering from that. This is obviously going to set him back even further on that. And then of course he's got the leg issues that I kind of have to deal with now, but um, you know, especially with all the stuff that happened with Kobe last year around this time, I think, you know, we should just be fortunate that he didn't pass away and, you know, who knows if we'll ever see him on a golf course again, but the fact that he's still alive and seemingly doing okay for some of the photos that we, we saw released, which were pretty horrifying. It's, it's positive news. And, you know, I think everyone's really just hoping that he can make a, a full recovery. Except I for think Mark. with Tiger, um, especially, especially after seeing the documentary, it really showed how, um, how much like news with Tiger is not really, uh, just sports news anymore. It's really like he's like a, just a pop culture star. That's kind of what he became. And I hate every- this phrase. I hate this phrase, and it sucks because I'm using it. But it, sometimes, like the cliche shit's just cliche because it's true. He transcends his sport, like a lot of other guys do. You know, he does. Yeah, like he's bigger than golf, right? Like he is. He's just he's like a legit celebrity. Oh yeah. He's a legit celebrity. That's why he could pull, you know, any any woman he wanted to back in the day. And, and then Here we go. Dri- driving his car fucked up for like the fifth time. Yeah, what what do you think? What do you think caused caused the accident, Peter? I mean, it happened at 7 a.m. So like there's no way he was drunk. Like you can't you have to rule that out unless he was like hammered the night. I don't before. think you have to rule that. You have to rule that. I mean, out. I'm not I'm not saying it happened. I'm just saying, dude, does does much with Tiger really surprise you? I mean, look at his life, especially his adult his adult life. See, I mean, now this look, is where Mark is trying to take like just a, an absolute dirtball turn. No, I'm not. You reaching his draws. He's Peter, reaching Peter. 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 All right. Peter, you're talking you about I, Kobe earlier. I'll tell you you're what shitting I, on Kobe the other day. I don't want to hear I wasn't it. shitting on Kobe. I just yeah, you were. <laughs> um, I just genuinely think he was late to his photo shoot and was probably speeding. He was obviously speeding. I mean, you don't travel. I think, what do you travel? Like 700 feet after you hit the median? You don't go that far unless you're going at a high, like high rate of speed. So, yeah, I think that's really it. I, I don't, like, I'm pretty sure they ruled out any foul play, but obviously there's going to be a deeper investigation to that. I guess we'll see. Like time will tell. And listen, if something comes out, eventually we will have a very different perspective on this than I think a lot of us have on it right now. Which is that it's really tragic that you know one of the guys who is one of the figureheads of professional sports during our lifetime is you know has been in a serious car accident. They never golf again. Who knows? Yeah, which is I mean that's terrible. Like. It's almost one bad of those things. Sport, yeah. yeah, it's bad for the sport. I mean, he, I think the Masters was an anomaly in a lot of ways. I think we we're super lucky to get even that out of him in this like latter, latter part of his career. It's crazy how long he's been around. Like, yeah. it's absurd. He also just took like a half decade break after all that shit went down in 2009. And then has had five back surgeries. Like, what he's done is like to win the masters against a stacked field with a lot of really, really good young up and coming guys. And on the PJ tour is pretty impressive for, for his age. I mean, obviously he's the greatest to ever do it in my opinion. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's sad that we might never get to see him play in a professional golf tournament again. 
It's devastating. That's not out of the question. I mean, until we know everything about his injuries and with these crazy celebrity accidents, whether they be deaths or just accidents where people come out. Okay. Well injured, but not okay necessarily. There always seems to be an investigation stuff that comes out months and months and months later. Mm-hmm. For example, the Jose Fernandez case where he tragically died driving that boat. And it unfortunately came out that he was on a little bit of cocaine and while he was doing out of his mind. And then how you were saying yesterday, like a Kobe uh, demanded that he fly his helicopter. Well, okay. You caught, in all fairness, Mark was being an absolute. Your, your words. I didn't say that, but I feel like, it, like I don't want to take this too far, but I feel like Kobe's death probably <laughs> could have been avoided. not taking it too far. <laughs> like it probably could have been avoided, like easily. But I feel like most deaths could probably be avoided at some in, in some instance, you know? Yeah. We'll wait and see. We'll wait and see what uh, what information comes out about Tiger. I hope he's all right. Can you name your? Can you name in a lighthearted manner now? Can you name your favorite like professional sports accident? Like someone who got into an accident? Because I have a clear number one. It's like I don't even have to think. I don't know. You go first. I'll think of one. I mean, Bobby Petrino on the motorcycle with his side piece and the neck brace is probably my favorite moment of all. Did you not remember that? Oh. oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. He got into a motorcycle cycle accident? Yes, dude, Did he die? He, no, he was fine. He put like a neck brace on, went went up to the press conference. He had like scars over his face. Oh, Bobby Petrino. Yes. I was trying he to picture like, who that is, a football coach. Yeah, at Arkansas. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I forgot about that. God, it's such a random one. They said that you I don't know like why it's, it's always like when I so relevant. I was like, like I don't even know Bobby Petrino that. is. Who's the dude who died? He was like, oh, wasn't he on the back of a truck? The Bengals receiver. Dude, how do you know these many like tragic athlete accidents slash deaths? I don't really know that many. Honestly, Kobe's what I mean, the most recent one. Yeah, Chris Henry. Tiger one. I remember Jose Fernandez. I, I remember well. I remember like where I was hearing about when he died. But other than that, I mean, in terms of athletes, I don't, I don't know. I don't I don't remember too many other like tragic acts. I, I just love, if I more, love the Bobby Petrino one because you can like look at it and kind of laugh because it's freaking hilarious. Him showing up <laughs> to a press conference with that freaking neck race on. One very light accent, which is this humorous, is when Chapa Chamberlain like tore his ACL playing on the trampoline with <laughs> <like> his nephew. <laughs> Good bitch. I mean, not too far off. And it's just Chapa Chamberlain. John, yeah. John Wall tearing his Achilles. Yeah, John Wall. Down the stairs. John Wall and those stairs. Really. Same uh, thing with Dustin Johnson at the Masters, like literally like a few days before the Masters. Yeah, talk about it. Talk about a guy who loves cocaine. Single. <laughs> Jeez. Dark turn. But let's try to pull it back to Tiger. Um, something we probably didn't even think about going there, but like, where would you put him? As like, if he's on, if he's in contention on Sunday at like a major, like, I feel like you have to turn on the television. Like, you have to. Most people, yeah. I agree. I mean, I'm, said before i've never been a huge golf guy but yeah if tiger was making a run 
on Sunday at the Masters. I'd have to watch it. Yeah, I remember watching the 2019. Yeah, it's even more than like I feel like people just say like with Brady or LeBron, it's like oh Brady's in the Super Bowl again, but it's like oh Tiger's in contention. Like what's he gonna do? Like he's in the red. He's got the black pants. He's in the mock turtleneck. It's just I don't know. There's something about it. He does like everything to make it. He's just such a character, like, he, and I mean, like, in a good way, like, like he wears red every Sunday. Like the intimidation does... factor when if you get paired with him in the final mm-hmm. group and you see him come out in the Sunday red. Yeah, because he, and he's played through injuries so many times. It's just like, can he pull off the freaking I mean, impossible again? Like a, he won with a broken leg. Yeah, he was he was done. Or a torn ACL. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah, he's the best, and it sucks that it happened. And the, like the the trickle of information was so weird. It was like I just saw like one tweet that was like from like 50 minutes ago, and it said that Tiger been in a crash and injured both legs. I was like, what? But like, you're always like, well, there's no like, why would some random person just make this up today? You know? And like stuff started trickling out. Like people were like, my sources are saying this could this is probably true. It's just weird how it kind of got out there. It wasn't like I feel like when it happened, it's just kind of the same way how it would have happened with Kobe, right? Like yeah, TMZ yeah, reported it, and then like people were like, "No," and then yeah, like there was, I, I like, believe it. I was like, "No way!" Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. So, yeah, at least Tiger's alive. Mm-hmm. Hope, hope that it golf's again. That'll be cool. I mean, I so too. wouldn't put it past him to come back from these ridiculous. No. Injuries. And the uh, dude had spinal fusion surgery. He just he just shouldn't drive a car anymore, Tiger. Yeah, I feel like he's good wise. Enough, I feel like he's good enough to have a chauffeur at this point. I mean, I don't know what he's doing driving himself to these to these places. Yes. Yeah. He has a history of doing drugs before he drives. All right, let's move on. <laughs> uh Carson Wentz. Peter, Carson Wentz, the city of Philadelphia can now rest because they're golden child that until they take that uh Mac Jones at six overall. You think they take Mac Jones? No, I'm joking, but that would be hilarious. God, I hope they do. That would be hilarious. So the Colts hundred percent won that trade, correct? Yeah, well, I, I still think Carson Wentz is like a pretty good quarterback. That's that's what I'm saying. And I think yeah. with Frank Reich will be I mean they've been saying that for months now. I mean like Frank Reich turned Philip Rivers into like a pretty solid quarterback this last year. Philip Rivers, who didn't look great in his last year in, in LA, came in, they win eleven games, they make the playoffs. They give the Bills a pretty good game. They give the Bills a great game. They were they were they were right in that game. They could have won. Listen, and I think more importantly, if there's anyone who's going to turn Carson Wentz around, it's Frank Reich. So now I guess we'll see. We will actually see like what happened in Philly and who the blame was on personally. I think you obviously have to put on everyone, but they didn't give him much to work with, with that offensive line. Some of the weapons they put around him, Doug Pearson's play calling at times his refusal to run the ball consistently. So I, I personally think it vaults them right up there. Like I think when I think of the AFC right now, I think of chiefs clear number one. And then I think bills and Colts are, probably tied for second in terms of contention. Yeah. I mean, to me with uh, Carson Wentz, you kind of just wonder where it all, I mean, not all went wrong because he still has a chance. No, it all went wrong. But all went wrong in Philly. Yeah. All went wrong in Philly. I'm saying for the rest of his career, I think he, he'll be a decent quarterback. But I remember thinking like his rookie, when I was rookie year, 
his second year, the year they went to the Super Bowl and he got hurt. I remember thinking he was like going to be a top tier, pretty elite. I mean, Mark, we're both Washington fans. I remember vividly thinking his second and third year is like, fuck, man, we're going to have to fucking face this dude for the next 15 years. Like, we're thinking he was a pretty, pretty bad man. I was like, he's going to give us troubles in the NFCs for a while. And then they just like, the more Eagles fans defended him, the worse he got. Honestly. I don't think so Jalen Hurts is that good either. Like, I think that's a huge piece. Is I'm not, I'm not very sold on Jalen Hurts being a uh, good quarterback in the NFL. I'll tell you, I've always thought Jalen Hurts as a winner. Like since his freshman year, I remember his freshman year at Bama. Don't roll your eyes at me, Peter. He's, all, everywhere he's gone, he's every quarterback at Alabama in the last decade's a fucking winner, Mark, because they have the best players around. No, them. no, no. But was you Blake, didn't let me was finish. Blake Sims a winner. Uh, you know what about Jacob Coker? Jacob Coker's a winner. He won the national championship. Peter, this is a podcast where we let AJ McCarron winner. Here. This isn't first take. All right, Max, calm down over there. He's a winner. He just wins. His dude. freshman year, he went to he went to a national championship game, and played his ass off. I remember watching that. That's where I started thinking that. And then he went to OU and played his ass off. And then he got what to the NFL. The Everybody chat on the Eagles. What happened in the second national championship? Peter, I'm not done. Everybody shat on the Eagles. Poking holes in your argument for drafting him and then he finally gets an opportunity and does pretty well almost makes the playoffs almost takes him to the playoffs with them again and the, you know all by the NFC east but i mean i i think we don't really know necessarily how good he is yet we know he can win games in the nfl because he's won a few and if he has he went weapons, one in I, three mark still almost got into the playoffs he got one, one in three in a covid year Mark, where he came Alex the bench. Smith with one leg got into the playoffs this year. <laughs> yeah, that's true. No, but, and I also think he is not well good. In a lot of those games that they lost. The winner, oh, he's a winner. He won it. The like two of the top five power programs in college football. What a hero! Every quarterback who's played at Alabama in the last decade's a winner. Blake Sims, winner. Jacob Coker, winner. Tua Tagovailoa, winner. Fucking uh, Mac Jones comes in for a year, wins. I could argue Jalen Hurts is a loser. He didn't win a national championship. I think he's played better than expected almost like every year of he his career. Wiped out by LSU in the playoff at Oklahoma. I mean, I think he's I think he's exceeded expectations many times. And I think I think he could continue to. I'm not saying he's he a great will, but I, I think uh he's a great runner of the football. I mean, he's got time to develop. Everybody said the same thing about Lamar, too, and he still isn't totally proven as a passer, but... He's not Lamar. On an MVP. He is not Lamar. I didn't say that. I'm just saying that he's, you know... I mean, for him to be Lamar, whoever's the coach has to commit to running the ball. And I, I guess it, maybe that's why they got rid of Doug Peterson. Just, I, I'm, I'm still mad that I had Miles Sanders on my fucking fantasy team, and he would get, like, <laughs> 10 carries for 95 yards, and that was it. Yeah, Miles I mean, Sanders' hands also just disappeared this year. I'm getting into a Miles Sanders rant. We need to we need to switch back to Carson Wentz. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like Carson Wentz. I think he's good, I, or I think he has a, the potential to still be very good, like a fringe top ten guy in this league. And that Colts roster is so good that that's really all they need. And they still get their first round pick this year, and they have just drafted beast after beast in the draft the last few years. So I. I love what they're doing in Indy. 
Yeah, I like Frank Reich. He's been a good coach. Yeah, and I mean, did, I did make some questionable calls in that playoff games, but I'm not going to limit them to just one playoff game. I mean, I, I think there's a lot of questions now about who really was uh, kind of run the ship there on offense during that that Eagles run. I think we have a lot of them answered. Yeah, Dickie Nick. Was not the, when they were about to trade Carson for Nick Foles. I was like, I was getting so giddy. I was like, please do that. I would That'd die laughing. That'd be hysterical. I mean, that dude Howie Roseman is a fucking idiot. He sucks. He sucks, and it's no like one in Philly Bruce likes Allen. him. Yeah, so keep him. I love him. I'm his biggest fan. I, I, I think like I saw some stat. He's drafted like one Pro Bowler since 2015 or since 2012 or something like that. Something absurd. He sucks. He can't. I mean, he drafted Jalen Rager over Justin Jefferson, who was an all pro wide receiver this year. Yeah, they've not drafted too well. And, you know, if they do nothing with the Hurts pick, then that was just a waste of pick. I don't know why they really drafted him. They're just not going to use him. At least they have JJ Arthega Whiteside. Yeah. He's sick at jump balls. He had a great catch against Washington, actually. It's good for the fade. The fade from the one that never works. My least favorite call in football. Jay Gruden special. Oh. All right, Peter, I want to talk about your Celtics. I want to talk about somebody specific on the Celtics. Who? I, I, is, it, is there going to be a moment where Taco Fall gets into a game and it's not like just like comedy show it's not like hey, do you think that's ever going to annoy him like i'm sure he's a nice guy but do you think it's ever going to annoy him that every time he gets in the game he scores everybody cheers for him like like he's a five-year-old like, i feel like he's gonna be like does anybody take me seriously i don't know we haven't seen him in a fucking goddamn long time because the celtics can't win a freaking basketball game <laughs> yeah they've been sucking they've been sucking they pretty bad dink out loud Ever since they lost to the Zerg. They have the same records as the Knicks. The Knicks. Yeah, the Knicks are playing well. Oh, shut the fuck up. The Knicks suck. <laughs> they're, playing, they're playing well the for Knicks the Knicks. The Knicks are trash. Julius Randle is their best years player. years of the Knicks, they're playing pretty well. Julius Randle's having a great year. Okay. He always I like his game. Year. I like him, too. Put him on a contender. He'd be dog water. Yeah, see, the Celtics, um, the Celtics want everybody. They want everybody traded to their team. No, I want Brad Beal. Yeah, it's not going to happen. You know, yeah. Brad, Brad Beal had a great quote about Russ the other day, actually, which earns him some points for me, I guess. If we're just going to get into just an NBA conversation, we need to talk about how you had the gall to say that John Wall was I did have the gall. Westbrook. John Wall <laughs> stinks. John Wall is not good. Their average, dude, look, their stats is here basically the same. Russ is averaging 19, John Wall is averaging 20. Russ averaging like eight assists, John Wall is averaging like six. And at the time I said it, John Wall torched the Wizards, had 20 points and outplayed Russ. And Russ got a technical foul when he was talking shit to him. So I was angry at Russ when I said it. I don't think there's a person on planet Earth, like literally planet Earth, that would take John Wall from Russell Westbrook. Maybe not on planet Earth. Not one. Not one human. I don't think that's true. John Wall loved DC so much because there was no pressure from the actually perform. What do you mean? They took they took the Celtics in Game Seven. They, I mean, he and had a huge shot in that game. Isaiah, Tom, he got outdueled 
by Isaiah. That was when he, Thomas. That was when Isaiah Thomas was good. It's not fair. He got outdoed by Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, not the one on the in his, He was in his one year wonder. Yeah. No, he was good for two years. Actually, he got outdoed by Kelly Olynyk in that game. Also. Oh, the clinic was on fire. I think he had like twenty four. Hit like seven threes. He was so good that game. Yeah. Man, I miss when the Celtics used to be fun. I, like getting back to the actual like Celtics question, there's just been so much turnover on this roster that like there's no consistency there. There's no there's no continuity, and it's one of my biggest issues is when you don't actually spend money on role players or on you know side pieces or bench pieces, you end up with what the Celtics have on the bench, which is rookies or second year guys who are super inconsistent because they're rookies in second year, or they're just not that good right now. Or you have like fucking Jeff Teague and Tristan Thompson who are at this point, like old veterans who are also inconsistent. We have no garbage. I yeah. hate watching him play. Yeah, I think he's you, the slowest dude in the NBA. He's the slowest it, dude. I was mean you haven't Perkins. watched enough Celtics because you brought him up over Jeff. The Jeff Teague actually stinks. Like actually, actually I think I could go out there some nights and give a better effort. Jeff Teague sucks. This, I mean, the bench is horrible, and it's kind uh, of Peyton like, Pritchard. I do actually like Peyton Pritchard. I know you were gonna. I know you're probably like giving me shit for that, but. No, no, I think he's good. I just, good. I mean, just score. But, I mean, much. what does actually revolves around is Kemba Walker being bad. And has Kemba been sucking? What's with point guards in, in Boston coming to Boston? Really good star point guards coming to Boston. Not well, I don't know what's with anyone we sign in free agency just has injury issues. Like, has whoever been hurt. Oh my gosh. Yeah. He's had knee issues. He had knee issues last year. He's had knee issues this year. He missed a big chunk last year. He missed a big chunk this year. He just doesn't have the same balance. He doesn't have the same step. Uh, our first step, and he hasn't been shooting it well. I think he went one for 12 the other night from three, which is pitiful. So as much as the bench is an issue, the bigger issue is our highest paid player on our team is playing like our third or fourth best player, which you just can't have. And this is a big, this season is a big fuck you to all the asshole analysts and Boston fans who shit on Gordon Hayward last year. And just ripped on Gordon Hayward. Oh, he 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 clogs up space. He takes shots away from the Jays. Well, how about this? He hits it. He hits. He was hitting at a fifty percent rate from the field and forty percent from three point line. That's fucking unbelievable. Why were you complaining about that? He was forty percent from three last year. Yes. They take a lot. Uh, who cares? Yeah, he took a good amount. How is he doing? In uh, he's doing he, great. Where's he at now? Charlotte. He's on Charlotte, right? Yeah, he's averaging. 22 on 49% from the field. I'd sign up for that. I'd sign like it's to the point where like we should have kept him over Kemba. Like that's that's a little much. I don't know about that. uh, I mean, last year, would you have said that? Would you have said that? Would you predicted that Gordon Hayward would be better than Kemba Walker this year? I mean, yeah, maybe. I mean, that's pretty out of left field. I don't think you'd be able to predict that so he shot 50 percent from the field 38 percent from three last year and he averaged 17 points with six rebounds and four assists but like we lost, him. We, lost him we lost we lost him and celtics fans and analysts like yeah but they got tristan thompson down low now it's like oh sick is that who they got for him no 
No, they didn't get anyone for him. He signed as a free agent. Yeah, I was going to say. No, we got a trade exception that we can use. What's I'm curious. Tristan Thompson is like. No, we do have a trade exception. So we can trade for someone, but who the fuck are we going to trade for? And what pieces are we going to move? Like the only piece that has any value right now that we would actually trade is probably Marcus Smart. And I would, I would actually probably not be a fan for a year if we traded him. Like he's the heart and soul of this team. <laughs> I'm on a Celtics yeah. rant. Oh, speaking of which, actually, let's let's talk about that because you said you wouldn't be a fan for a year. Um, what do you do as a sports fan when it when a player that you, you fucking hate gets traded in your team? For me, it was Russell Westbrook, who who I embraced at first. If you ask anyone who knows me, I said, you know what, I hate him, but he's now our guy, so we got to be behind him. Still our guy. Got to be behind him, but I'm going to shit on him when he plays bad. And I'll I say the job better than from sport to sport. I think it's easier to put up with in football because you don't like he's there's 11, 11 players on the field. Yeah. Like personal experience, I fucking hated Josh Norman. I hated him. Yeah. He's a piece of shit. He sucks. And I would legitimately get mad when he would get burned. Like even last year, I think he got benched last year and fuck. He's, what game he's was such it? a little bitch about it. No, not. Oh, obviously, I'm talking about 2019. And he got yeah. he got back in against the Eagles in week 16. And he's the one who got burnt for the touchdown yeah. to beat us. And I was like, a fucking course. Of course, it was that piece of shit, pussy-ass bitch at corner. Literally can't – I don't know if he could curl 10 pounds. He's so frail. I, like, watching he's, Derek He's like the worst tackler ever. And, and he Derek talks the most shit of anybody in the league. Toss him know, into the ground, supplant him into our earth, was some of the best joy I've had in a long time. But, I mean, obviously, I think you just suck it up after a while. Like, I I also didn't hate Kyrie when he came to the Celtics. I kind of just hated him when he was here. Like, it was, like, tough to, like, be like, yeah, Kyrie's our guy. But, yeah, you just have to suck it up. I mean, I think you also realize, like, the guys that you hate, you probably hate because they don't play for your team. Oh, yeah. But, but... like, Josh Norman was the rare exception where, like, I hated him even more because he played for my team. To me, it's when, as a fan, if you like hate, if you hate their game, like with me and Russ, I hate the way uh, he plays basketball at times. I think he's just so he's so erratic, and he's erratic. What I didn't notice as a fan because I never watched him too closely, but when he came to DC and I started watching Wizards games with him, like he's erratic on both ends. Like he'll run off his man on defense all the time for for really no reason. Like it's totally unnecessary, and he'll just set up somebody wide open for a layup just because he was go- trying to go for a steal. Probably going for a quadruple double. He's got so many triple doubles. He's ruined the triple double stat because it just shows that like, oh, it's great. You got a triple double, but doesn't really matter. Hasn't really gotten him anywhere. And I'll take a night where he has a double double when he has 20 and 10 or 20 and 12, something like that. And then a few dimes go along with it. Now, those are the games that the Wizards win most of the time. Yeah, I mean, Kyrie Irving's such a fucking piece of shit. Oh god, I got, I, I want, I got I want, Peter hung up on Kyrie. I want to be the reason that nobody else wears his number here, and then fucking leaves two years later. What an absolute loser! But <laughs> yeah, I mean, hating someone's game is so tough because I would hate Marcus Smart if he played for any other team. Like he's very Draymond esque. Yes. Well, I, 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 I honestly, I don't like Mark Smart, but I think I like him more than 
I I hate him less than I hated Draymond when the Warriors were in the finals for like four straight years. Like I can understand how like even like Kelly Olynyk now that you brought him up has probably like a super annoying game if you aren't a fan of his team. So I think a lot of us probably just subliminally have a ton of bias when we watch people play that are on our teams and you know. Like I convinced myself that Dwayne Haskins was good after last year when anyone with eyes on any other fan base was probably like, dude, he sucks. It was a hard so. convince. It was a hard convincing. Yeah. Well, that's like, a fan. It's just natural. Everybody knows. That. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Like I convinced myself we could win the Super Bowl every year. Like once we, when we got in the playoffs, I was like, if we get hot, we could rip off some games and make it. Which honestly, we probably could have. Heineke, Gabe Brady, Gabe Brady's toughest game. Give him a harder game than Mahomes. All right, let's let's move off of sports here for a second, Peter. I wanted to talk. You know what? You know what happened the other day? Uh, I brought up that I got a plant for for my apartment because, and little did I know, a plant. If you get a big house plant, it's a great way to fill up your living room. So you don't have to put any stuff on the walls where that plant is. And Peter seems to have a big beef with plants i don't know why because we need them to live pete and you seem to think they don't belong in in living rooms yeah plants are creepy i maybe it's me maybe i've seen the happening a few too many times but plants are disgusting i think they're creepy i think disgusting I think like a, like there is nothing more eerie than walking into a room and this person just has like 50 plants in there. It's like... I'm talking 50. I mean, even if so... Like, I mean, even like 10. It's a big deal. Even like 10, it's like I just walked into the Amazon rainforest. It's absurd. I I don't like plants. For some reason, it's giving me creepy vibes. They, they kind of give off a weird scent. I'm just not a plant guy. Like, hang a painting. You have a weird scent? Hang a I'm talking plants. plants. I'm not talking flowers. I mean, flowers, plants. Flowers smell good. What? Flowers smell good. Well, flowers, it's a plant. So you like flowers? I mean, again, like minimal amounts. Minimal amounts. Only minimal amounts of plants in your life. So when you walk out into the woods, you just... Is petrified? I mean, if I walk out into the woods, I mean, I feel like the woods are a pretty eerie place. Yeah. I feel are you like really scared of Venus flytraps? Is that your worst nightmare? No, but that's a Venus I mean, you bring fly, up Venus flytraps. You bring me. up the woods was a horrible point to your argument. Like the woods are creepy as fuck. I think anyone can would argue against you. Like the woods. At night. I didn't say at night. I mean, I think part of this is just because I watched. The trees are blossoming. All the plants in the woods are blossoming during the day, and it looks beautiful, and you're creeped out. I just watched season one of True Detective, so, like, I'm thinking of, like, (laughs) have you seen it? No. Oh, all right. Well, you're not going to understand them. But last episode, this dude's, like, lair is in just, like, like, there's tons of plants growing. I don't know. I still don't like plants. They give me weird vibes. I hate that. Well, for those of you looking for a way to fill up your living room without having to put a bunch of shit on the walls, get a plant. Get a big plant. Maybe get two. Don't get 
more than two. Peter, Peter won't come over we'll come and hang out with you. Yeah, can't do it. Well, Peter, it's late in the fourth quarter. There's it's two minute warning. Two minute warning. You, you, it's your turn to go first. It is my turn to go first. We each have, we each have a long guys, field. Guys rant about plants. I'm at the twenty-five. What's that? Guys rant about plants. You, you, you can if you want, Peter. It's two minute warning. No rules. All right, two minutes on the clock. So, I was in, uh, I was in a Dick's the other day, uh, trying to get a new basketball because so you can only, you can only play basketball outside. And I need a new one. And I mean, these stores are huge. And I'm not talking, Dick's just the example. I'm talking grocery stores, any stores. I had this idea that I'm sure many, I'm sure I'm not the first person to have it, but I wish stores had like a GPS for just items and where you can find them. Because when I walk into big stores, if I go into Ace Hardware, like so much just looks the same. I can walk back past the same aisle like five different times and, and walk past everything something that I want and it's just, I'll miss it. I'll completely miss it because I'll see something else. And I think it's in the area. Like if I'm at Trader Joe's, I think so much just looks the same at Trader Joe's. There's no structure. They need a GPS. I think grocery stores, you can have an app because every grocery store has an app now. I'm pretty sure it's an app for everything. And if you just had an app where you could type in what you want and it could just give you a little line, a little path to go through in the store, Good. Say, I want two pounds of chicken. Go over to the chicken. Go, well, that's that's an easy one. Frozen food. I mean, just go over there. But let's say I was in a CVS. I was in a CVS the other day, and I was looking for uh, cotton swabs. And I was like, they definitely have these in CVS. Uh, why can't I find them? I wish I wish I had a GPS. And I asked the guy, and they're hidden. They're hidden under the shelf in the aisle that they're supposed to be in, like right where they're supposed to be. There's a label. It's like cotton swabs, and there'd be nothing there. Because they hit them under themselves. If I had a GPS, I would know that that's where they're supposed to be. And then I could ask guy, be like, "Where are your cotton swaps? Are they hidden under the shelf?" Bam! Then I'd have them. I'd have them right there if I had a GPS. It's a good idea for stores. They can make a killing off that. All right, Peter. Are you ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah, clock. Okay, this is like a personal, like reflection rant. And every night I go on like one of the six different streaming services and I try to find either a show or a movie and I'm just so fucking indecisive. I wish there was like something that could just randomly like on Netflix, like just like you get like a minute countdown and then whatever you're on, you have to watch. Cause I end up, I know like I'm definitely not the only person who does this. Like I'll watch like 15 trailers in like 30 minutes and not watch anything that night just because I have not made up a decision and it like, it sucks. I don't know how I can fix it. I do it all the time. Like I'll watch three trailers and I'll be like, all right, I'm going to pick from these three trailers. And then I'll like scroll down two more and I'll see like a cool movie. I'll be like, oh, maybe I should watch that. Look at that trailer. When I looked at, and then I'll watch that one again. And then I just won't end up watching anything. And I'll like put on like new girl for like the hundredth time, or I'll put on like the office or how I met your mother. Like, I hate that I'm so indecisive when it comes to like watching a new show or watching a new movie and it sucks. And I'm looking for answers. I'm doing a lot of self-reflection on how I can get better at it, but 
it's annoying and I hate it. And I was thinking, I was thinking about it because I literally did it last night, sat in my bed at 10 30, wanted to watch like an hour and a half, two hour movie and nothing, 30 seconds. nothing. So that's it. Stop it again, Pete. Pulling up for field goals, man. Just kick. You're, you're spiking it at the 30. Or I'm you're just sending, you're sending or Justin just Tucker out there. Extremely efficient. You are, yeah, I guess. Or Justin Tucker special. missed a few times this postseason. So, well, that seems that sounds like a you issue, Peter. It's your kicker. I have the same issue. I've just been watching YouTube videos at this point. I'm just running out of shows. And yeah. I have the same issue with YouTube. Like they, they suggest everything for me. And honestly, YouTube does a great job. It's I'll I'll have a separate fault. I'll have a new I'll have like a new like just like internet rant next week. And how creepy it is. You have a new what? I'm gonna do an internet rant next week. So, so <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been planning. You don't that. like the internet? No, but it's you brought it up with YouTube and it brought it up the plants, the internet. Don't bring them around, Peter. You got Wi-Fi, but people who have a ton of plants. Honest. People who have a ton of plants in their home don't have the internet, so I don't <laughs> think those two are crossing over a ton. Probably right. You're probably right. All right, Peter. Is that is that all you have in uh, terms of your rants? Yeah, I feel like today was very ranty. So nah, sorry, nah. sorry to anyone who listened. We we got to get it out there. You know, yeah, Mark's, it was, it was Mark's only very a point good before we talked about prodding at poking the bear. Yeah, I, I'm, just try, I'm just trying to get you going. All right, this has been Borden 24. My name is Mark LeDuc signing off with Peter DeSimone. We will talk to you very soon. Thanks for listening.